Malmec said, the most disrespected person in America is the black woman. The most unprotected person in America is the black woman. The most neglected person in America is the black woman. Welcome back to Being Heard, Two Black Women, Coffee and Conversation. I'm Leah, and my co-host Dana, founder of Black Iowa News, could not be with us today. However, we have a special guest as we kick off Women's History Month. We have Donnell Conley, Deputy District Director of the Iowa District U.S. Small Business Administration. Hey, Donnell, how are you doing today? Hi, how are you doing? And thank you for the opportunity of being on here. Um, and thank you, Leah and Dana. Oh, so glad to have you here. I'm so excited to have our listeners hear more about who you are, like where were you born, and what is your educational background? Um, I'm a native of Des Moines. I was born here. I've been here all my life. Um, I was in the Des Moines Public Schools. I graduated from Des Moines Tech. I love the Des Moines Technical High School because it taught you a trade along with your education. And from Des Moines Technical High School, I was a basketball player. So I received a full scholarship to Grandview College, which is now called Grandview University. And I received a degree, um, a BA degree. Do you have any special, well, you said basketball. Um, do you have a family? Are you married, kids? Yes, I am. Um, I am married. Um, I've been married since um, I started with SBA in June of 1984. That same month, I was married to my husband, Michael. We have two wonderful daughters, um, Laisha and Lorie. Okay. And, um, Did they pursue basketball as well? Well, what happened, yes and no. What we did when they were young, we were determined not to put them in the same um, sport I was in. We started them in others. My oldest one got a hold of a basketball and she never let it go. And she did receive a full scholarship um, to college. My youngest one played college and was, I mean, played basketball was very good, but um, she had some things as to reason why she couldn't because of her skin and stuff. So she um, is my diva and um, <laughs> volleyball. Um, okay. She, yeah, so very much so. All right, Diva and Volleyball. So we have you here kicking off Women History Month. And so we're curious about what is your career at the Small Business Administration? My career, let me say this. I started with doing an internship in the federal building through college with the hmm. Department of Veterans Administration. I briefly had a stint with the IRS. From there, I went to SBA. Um, through SBA, with a college degree, I started at the entry level, but it was a blessing to disguise because I was able to work every area in SBA, so it prepared me when I applied for the position as Deputy District Director. And I said to myself, God, you have prepared me for this hour because I had worked in every area. So my history with SBA has been very... Um, fun, very interesting. And when I did my internship with um, the government, I didn't know the government would be a career for me. And so this month, I celebrate 40 years for working in the federal government. 40 years? Oh, my goodness. Um, 
Before we got on, listeners, um, I used to work in the federal building with Donnell. So to me, this is just even more special. And um want to say congratulations because being someone that works in government, that is a small feat within itself. And for those who can't see you being a black woman in federal government is a small feat. A lot of people, I think, don't know that you can get internships in college to pursue that career. Um, that's not often um, shown as an opportunity. Um, would you say or could you tell us what is the most enjoyment that you've had from your work or what makes you the most proud? Most proud. There's two things I'd like to say. First of all, being able to work with small businesses for the number of years I've been with the federal government is so impactful. It's so enlightening, enlightening to provide assistance and customer service to small businesses who wear many hats a day and I take my hat off to them and to provide that customer service and have that impact to watch them grow and move to the next level. The other thing I wanted to mention in this capacity, which I didn't mention earlier, as Deputy District Director for the state of Iowa, SBA Iowa District Office, I am the first African-American to serve in the capacity of Deputy District Director. Oh, congratulations. We have to give hands up because we know that is not a it's not easy. I say small feet, but being an employee in the government and then being a black woman in the government, speaking from my experience, in case anybody at your job is listening. But that is not an easy um, it's not an easy thing to crack in government that you can see us. Um, what advice do you give Iowans? who are looking to start a business? Um, to remember these things with the SBA, we service small businesses throughout the state of Iowa. We work in three core areas, capital, counseling, and contracting. But what I wanna focus on is the counseling. And because there are over 273,000 small businesses, businesses within the state of Iowa, the SBA funds resource partners to be the arm of our counseling. So there, and the counseling is free, is for startup and existing businesses, and I'll briefly mention the organization. We have a SCORE organization. We have three in the state of Iowa. SCORE is comprised of volunteers with business backgrounds that will work with you one-on-one -on -one in the counseling is confidential. We have 15 small business development centers. We have a women business center that services the state of Iowa and we have a Veteran Business Resource Center. All of these resource um, partners are available to you. You can go to one or all, but their services are free for startup and existing businesses. Now, where do we find that information? You can find it on our website at www.sba.gov. Okay, and you mentioned it is SCORE, S-C-O-R-E? Yes, it used the acronyms used to have a meeting, but it's changed so much. It used to be uh, service of core of retired executives, but now we have business people, um, young people, uh, just a variety of people who are those counselors now. Okay, um, so Iowa is behind other states for the number of blacks starting businesses. What are some possible solutions and initiatives the SBA has that people need to be aware of? Well, we have one that uh, a program we launched called the Community Navigator Program. 
and it's like a hub spoke type of model. And the, um, the concept is to assist um, small businesses, entrepreneurs in underserved markets and to provide that technical um, assistance um, to them. Um, and I just lost my space, let's see. Let me start over. So we have a number of initiatives. One initiative we launched is the Community Navigator Pilot Program with the International Rescue Committee, which is a hub and our primary spoke is the Lutheran Services. And they provide technical support and assistance to small businesses, to entrepreneurs, and to the underserved um, markets. Um, another initiative that SBA has launched is having office hours at the Evelyn K. Davis Center and working with in conjunction with Curtis Ball. What that has enables us to do is interact more with the underserved market and with refugees and to interact with those businesses and bring awareness of what is really available with the SBA programs and services and what is available with other resource partners. Um, okay. Another Okay, go ahead. No, you're, I'm just saying, okay, it's just me. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Another initiative that is really big um, came from the Biden-Harris administration, and they want to increase government contracting opportunities for small and disadvantaged businesses. Within the federal government right now, the currently goal for small and disadvantaged businesses is 12% but they want to increase that by 20, by 15% by 2025 to all federal agencies um, looking to do business with small and disadvantaged um, businesses. Another piece of that initiative with the Biden and Harris administration is the um, infrastructure bill and how those dollars will flow down, flow down to the state and local level. And one, initiative we're trying to do and work with other partners is to prepare small businesses who may be interested in working on those potential opportunities, whether the money flows down through the state or through the city, but having them properly registered to do business with the federal government or with state opportunities, with being properly registered with the city. So we want to proactively work with small business and underserved communities as well, that they can be properly um, readied and prepared to do business with any entity and can decide if they want to be a subcontractor or a prime contractor. Can we back up a little bit? Could you tell our listeners what is considered undeserved, underserved? underserved. Not underserved, but underserved. Underserved, there is a disparity. <laughs> There's um, there's a un, there's a disparity because there is they're not given the same opportunities that when we look at federal government we look at the groups we say social economic groups and because there is um, a disadvantage so within the government let me, let me take this as a point to create an underserved market and to create opportunity you have within the federal government social economic groups, and that creates opportunities. And for instance, dollars of $250,000 
-hmm. are reserved for small businesses to create that opportunity. And that fits in with our small and disadvantaged business and women-owned business and a lot of those who are in the underserved market. But there's a disparity as there was years ago in Davenport within its city contracting. And there was a, a study that was done and contracting was lacking among people of color in wanting to um, create ways that, that would increase those opportunities. And so when we talk about underserved, it's more than just contracting. Sometimes it's an opportunity or just having that vehicle to get them to the door. And I would like to say this, with the SBA certification programs, we, those are vehicles that help get your foot in the door, but it doesn't guarantee you contracts, but how will you market yourself? But in every aspect of life and business and working with small businesses, unfortunately, there are disparities that you see in many aspects. It's not just one sector. Okay, thank you. Um, is there anything else that you would like our listeners to know? I would like you to know that there is a black and brown summit, a business summit that's coming up. It's through a theme. Um, I think it's a theme black and brown summit, business summit, and it's available for anyone, those that are black and Hispanic, Asian, all sectors of group. This launched in 2021. It's going to be held April 20th and the 21st. Um, I believe at the Athene building, but if you can find the information online, um, that will be very informative. Last year uh, from Shark Tank, they had Damien there, a wonderful speaker. They have wonderful speakers, sessions, workshops, connectors, a large amount of people that attend um, this business opportunity. Is there a registration fee per se? There is probably, but you'll have to look online. I don't have that information with me. So, but we could just probably just Google black and brown summit. That's a yes. good, it, sounds it, good. Well, it's through the um, West Des Moines Chamber of Commerce that okay. is really um, a runner in DEI and was part of this edition of the 2021 black and brown summit. Awesome. I would have never have known that. Um, Wow, so good things. I'm so glad that uh, you could share that with us. Um, well, there's not any more to share. Um, Donnell, we're gonna like close up and um, hope our listeners can um, find out more about the Black and Brown Summit if you're interested in taking care of that or if you find that you are qualified as an underser underserved person, please visit Small Business Association. Um, Donnell is a great person to work with. And um, thank you, Donnell, for coming and taking time out of your busy day. And um, happy Women History Month. You can follow us on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, as well as iHeartRadio. And of course, we're on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you and have a great day.